got some very special guests today. Today we got Ashley, <laughs> Annie, and Sid. Sydney. Alright, y'all have met Ashley before. And this is the debut episode to what's called the girls' room. This is like, I would say, kind of like the girls' restroom, you know. You girlies out there, you know what it's like to be in the girls' restroom. For all the people who don't, it's <laughs> where you share the tea, all the fun stuff, all the hot goss. Except this, we're not going to talk shit about people because we love all people. This is more like the juicy stuff. <laughs> we don't love all people. I feel like everyone at their core kind of has good in them. Not Donald Trump. We love his fucking mugshot. Yeah, we do. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We do. <laughs> okay, so this is just like regular goss and also the good goss where it's not talking shit about people and it's also just like things that will help you love yourself more and your life more. Things that will help you heal and feel better. Better. Maybe Donald that. Trump needs to listen to this podcast. Honestly, Donald Trump have a lot of time, so <laughs> maybe he will. He needs to listen to Feeling State of Mind. If you're friends with Donald Trump, let him give know. him this episode or an episode that will be helpful. Anyways, okay, so today we're gonna talk about how not to date fuckboys. What is the definition of a fuckboy? I have one, but I want to hear from y'all first. So I would say a fuckboy is a man who is very self-involved. A man who is not a man. (laughs) A boy. A boy. (laughs) He is a boy. He is very self-involved. He loves to look at himself in the mirror. (laughs) He's like one of those dudes in the gym just like flexing, like filming himself, like very self-involved. Likes to play the field and... uh, it's just trash. Trash. Like the <laughs> really, emoji. Truly. <laughs> Anything else to add? I would just say a fuckboy is just a guy who doesn't make you feel like the best version of you. Yes. He makes you worried and yes. anxious, wondering when is the text coming? And is he going to text me? Is he going to ask me out? Mm-hmm. He's a guy that... You don't you, want around. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want him around... He doesn't make you feel good. Almost like unsafe. Like you don't really feel like secure in the relationship. Yeah. Insecure. Yeah. Very insecure in the relationship. And like you want a relationship where you feel loved and like the love that you give is reciprocated. Yes. It's like mutual. Mm -hmm. So I read this book. Well, okay. On the last episode, if you've listened to the attachment theory episode, Garrett suggested Nick Vial. Do you all know him? Do you watch The Bachelor? No. I know him. I'm not watching this. Okay, well, I guess he was on The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor, but he has a podcast, and so I ended up listening to the podcast that he was on with on Girls Gotta Eat. It's like a fun, like, dating podcast. <laughs> Anyways, it was so good, and he talked about fuckboys, so I thought it was perfect for this. And he has a picture book. of him on the cover. <laughs> okay, he has I did. I did he has, like, him. an old-school Bachelor yeah, I don't know, yeah. I guess. He's from Apparently he was a villain on The Bachelor. Yeah. I feel like the men on The Bachelor slash The Bachelorette definition of fuckboy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he's reformed. I, I think he's know. better. I think he's better because now he helps other people and, like, they're dating and oh, he's, like, nice. engaged and stuff. He's learned. But he, he talks about how, like, fuckboys can be anybody. Like, it doesn't have to just be a guy. Like, girls can be fuckboys. Like, anybody who, like, is in the LGBTQIA plus can be considered a fuckboy. And his definition of a fuckboy is somebody who you're having sex with or want more with and they don't want the same things back mm-hmm. aka just like not reciprocating what you want yeah and they know what you want and they don't care exactly mm-hmm. yes. exactly okay so what are some characteristics of fuck boys also annie had mentioned this like all of y'all are in a relationship, but y'all have dated people before, right? And like you've dated many. some fuckboys. So many. Many. So <laughs> many Once or twice. <laughs> okay, what are some characteristics of a fuckboy? I would say like the self-involved nature is chief amongst them. I feel like fuckboys are just very selfish, self-involved, self-absorbed. 
Like, nothing matters but them at the end of the day. Yes. And there's a difference between prioritizing yourself and taking care of yourself and doing that at the expense of others. Okay, so, like, the last... The the reason why we're talking about this episode is because the last guy that I was dating, Ashley met, and she was like, (laughs) I need to come on the podcast and do an episode on how not to date fuckboys. And I was like, Ashley, thank you. Like, I need this clearly. So what were some characteristics that he showed... Well, within the first five minutes of talking to him, he said, America is the greatest country in the world. He did say that. And he also works for, like, Tesla or some shit. And he's like, I'm moving to Austin. Red flag, Um, red flag. And it's not only, like, those type of men who can be fuckboys, because for sure, like, the clean-shaven, kind of chiseled, I work for a tech company or consulting and make $250,000 a year to do absolutely nothing, like... I feel like that's the biggest population of fuckboys for sure, but there's also like more my type of fuckboy, which is like the skater fuckboy. Skater boy is oh fuckboy. I love the skater boy aesthetic, but like I feel like I could never date a skater boy. <laughs> but you, I feel like you know. There's fuckboys from every, every facet. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. The biggest. Yes. Artists. True. Yeah. They're everywhere. It's diverse. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So very self-involved. Also, I must say, like, he was never like, I love America. Like, one of the reasons why on our first date, where I was like, oh, like, I feel like he is not like that was because he, like, asked what social issues I cared about and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So he had to look it up. No, honestly, I really think I got played. Like, I feel like he would say things just to keep me around Mm -hmm. because he... They'll try. Like, they'll say things to try to keep you around. But for me, I can sense it. I have a very good sense of people. And within the first, like, five minutes of talking to him, I was like, hard no. You need to go. <laughs> I'm about to shove you off this tiny balcony. Well, I just knew that he was moving, and I was like, yeah. red flag right there. But for a while, he, like, wasn't. He was, like, maybe not going to move. Which... Mm. <laughs> we all knew. Okay. You knew, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like even just the way that he interacted with you was, like, so surface level... Like, everything ended up circling back to him in some way, shape, or form. Mm. I remember he asked you if you cared about, I think it was, like, fashion or the podcast. He asked you if you cared about something or something more. And you started talking, and then he went off on his own little tirade. And I'm like, shut up. And I think that's a big, like, red flag. And, like, yes, you're a fuckboy when the conversation is doesn't go anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. conversations with someone who you're getting involved with, like, romantically or, like, physically, whatever, like, you should be having, like, deep conversations yeah. with these people. And if the conversation's literally, like, oh, yeah, what do you do for work? What do you do on the weekend? Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. and the person is not trying to go deeper. Fuck boy. Well, like, I yeah. feel like we would try to go deep. Wait, why is... Oh, no. <laughs> okay, back to characteristics about fuckboys. Self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. Talk about themselves. Flighty. Flighty. Inconsistent. That's yep. the first yes. trait in the book of the traits of a fuckboy. It was annoying on there. Annoying. <laughs> so I, annoying. But, like, I feel like everyone can kind of be annoying in their own way. Yeah, but I don't think you're annoying. Okay, the second trait he says, don't make plans in advance. Mm -hmm. So, like, people who are just like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. What do you think about when people are like, you already have a plan set, and they're like, hey, like, could this other night work instead? Yeah, like 10 minutes before they're supposed to be there. 10 minutes later, actually. Or, like, hey, forgot I have plans with the guys. Like, because hmm. it's like, okay, well, then you're not as important, and yeah. like, in a relationship, I feel like you should be the number one priority. Yeah, and if they're kind of like wanting to switch plans on you, that means you're not really that important. Like, there are other things that are more important, especially if they're not really telling you what it is, and right. it's like valid. 
The third one is they always make excuses as to why they don't want a relationship with you. That was like, that was a big one. <laughs> and I feel like for my, the last guy, because he was like, I'm leaving, I'm moving, I don't know where I'm going to be. And like, yes, that's true. But I felt like if you actually wanted to be with someone, you really cared about someone, you would make it work. Yes. And yeah. that's what I, I would say. I can vouch for that. Because when Brian and I started dating, we were both in L.A., and there was always kind of this, like, impending, like, I'm moving to SF, like, I'm moving back up to the Bay for work, or, like, going back to the office, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of always thought, like, okay, there's going to be, like, an end to this at some point. But things, like, kept progressing, and, like, it came to the point where he, like, found an apartment, and he's moving, and I was like, oh, my God, we're going to be done. But we stayed together, and we made it work and then I ended up moving up here so it's like even though there was this like this reason that we could have like ended things and he could have been like okay I'm moving like see you later he gave me all the signs of like yes I'm moving but these are the signs of like why this is gonna work and why we're like I still want to be with you like this doesn't mean that it's the end of our relationship see okay that was one thing and then This one was, like, really interesting. He says, they usually tell you the truth. Like, a lot of the times at the beginning, they'll be like, I don't want anything serious or, like, I don't really want a relationship. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of the times we're like, oh, but I like them so much and, like, I'm special. Like, I I could be the one to change them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, it's very much, like, well, I don't know, actually, because I'm looking for my wife. Like, I think... Ew! <laughs> that is a fuckboy statement. Is that? Get the fuck... Yes! Why? Because... That sounds like you are, like, at the plant store looking for the perfect plant. Like, that's not what finding a partner is. I want a burrito. Yes! Um, I'm looking for the best I'm burrito. Like, yes! <laughs> like, almost as like, okay, you're going to be my wife. Like, you're going to be perfect, like, once I meet you. Versus, like, I like you and I want to build something with you. Exactly. And I yeah. think there's so much emphasis in society still, which is insane to me, around finding the one, finding a relationship. And that's why a lot of people date fuckboys is they feel like they have to date all the time because they have this end goal. Not everything has to be a relationship. And like, I think that it's fine if you are seeing somebody and they're like upfront, hey, I just want to be casual. But then their behavior also has to match that. If they're like, I just want to be casual, but also I'm looking for my wife. That's such a creepy statement. Oh yeah, my god, I hate it. But I am indeed looking for her. Uh, Ew. I, I don't love that. Yeah. We're happy he moved. Bye. We're happy he moved. Bye. And like towards the end, I was kind of like waiting for him to leave. Yeah. But then Ashley was like, yeah, I want you to end this. And so far, you need a friend. No, totally. To, like, pull you back down 100%. to reality. Because you get caught up in the, like, the feels. Oh, it's yeah. Like, a new thi- like, this is fun. Like, he gives me attention. And then you need that, like, yeah. solid friend to be like, whoa. No. Yeah, because what he did that I really liked was he was all, like, he always wanted to see me. Like, so in that sense, it it made me feel like he did want to be with me and he, like, did desire me. And so, like, that, and one of my love languages is quality time. So, like, I, that part was nice. I mean, that is nice. Like, yeah. that's an important thing. But it, a lot of times you, with guys, again, feel like, you're the one waiting for them to text yeah. you or, like, you don't feel like you can be the one to text, like, hey, yeah. what are you doing this weekend? Like, they have to be the one to reach out to you. And if they're not, like, they're not into you. But I think it's also, like, if a guy wants to hang out with you and, like, want like is into you, he's going to make that known. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need to be the ones, like, oh, like, is he into me? Like, does he want to hang out with me? Like, a guy should always be making you, like, feel secure in the way that he feels about you. And I think that's, like, ultimate fuckboy is someone that you're like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It does, it does he like me? Does he, yeah. not, does he want to hang out with me? He hasn't texted me. I'm waiting for him to text me back. That's not the way you should feel. But I feel like he was also, someone. like, leveraging the way he was treating you and the things that he was saying to you to manipulate you because I think he knew 
that he was moving. And he's like, okay, she wants something serious. So if I say I'm looking for my wife <laughs> and also <laughs> if I'm like, I just want to spend all my time with you, that you would stay so he would have something to entertain himself until he left. Yeah. I feel like you were being used. And I, I feel saw like- that from the get-go. And I was like, I'm going to push you off this balcony. This is what I will also say, like, really trust your friends, because I think, like, there was this one period of time, like, when I was in college, when one of my, my friends were like, I don't really, like, like them that much, and I, I, like, was so into them that, like, I ignored it, but, like, I learned from that, like, because I realized that person was, like, actually yeah, not great. You gotta trust, like, your thing. good friends, mm-hmm. and, like, if yes, multiple your good people friends. are saying the same thing, yeah. then, like, yeah. it's obviously something that multiple people have, like picked up Uh on yeah instead of just like one person that maybe like has like something against them like that's true like if my friends or like my family were like I don't like him I'd not automatically be like okay done it would give me pause yeah absolutely and it'd be definitely something that I'd be like okay I need to maybe like reevaluate like see what's going on with this relationship because like you want the person you're with to hang out with your friends and get like, along. You want to like your maybe be a part like, of your family, that. and if your family or your friends are like, "Whoa, like, red I don't want to spend time like, with him. I don't want to like, hang out with this person. Like, n- bad vibes." Like, I feel like I just personally, because I value like the opinions of like my, my family and my friends so much, like I wouldn't be able to look past that. So I feel like hearing totally. those like straight up things from your friends are so important and like as a friend like being able to go to your friend and say like hey like I'm kind of getting like weird vibes Mm -hmm. from this guy which can be kind of hard that's a hard thing to say so it's like if your friend is bringing it up at least think about it or it's like being comfortable telling your friend like hey something's maybe off about this guy, like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I think that's such an important thing as a friend. Yeah. To just, like, give your opinion. True. Yeah. obviously there's, like, a boundary to that. Like, if it's something yeah, like you're marrying, like, picky, like, like, I don't like his teeth. I don't yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, everyone has different, like, viewpoints and standards and whatever, but I don't know. I think the opinions of people who your significant other is spending time with also is super important. Ooh, that's a good one. Do you like their friends? Would you want to hang out with their friends? Yeah, do you want to be friends with his friends? Yeah, yeah because they're... going to spend a lot of time yeah. with Yeah. <laughs> you are your are friends. a big part of who he is or who they are that's or whatever. so true. So it's like if you're getting bad vibes from his friends... Yeah. Why is he friends with them? That's true. And I wasn't really getting bad vibes from his friends, but I felt like his friends were like... Also Meh. fuck boys. I was, I was like, Probably. Meh. Also, okay, what do you think about, like, if guys talk about, like, going to the strip club? Mm. I think that's fine. I, I think it's a good I know, time. Okay, that's fine. Okay. It's not like a... If they're, like, going to, like, the VIP room. Yeah, like, I feel like I if know. they're going... Or, like, like throwing like, money. Like, I, like, if, as long as I'm invited, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If it's like a every week thing, then like, yeah, if they're no. there like solo, like a bachelor, on people, that's an oh, issue. Okay. A bachelor party or like okay something. I don't okay. Care, but if I found out my partner was like every week like in the strip club, I would have a problem. With that. Yeah, he's there nightly. He's a Tuesday night regular. <laughs> hey, where are you? I'm at work late. Oh no. my god. <laughs> yeah, I feel like as long as they're honest about the yeah. fact that they're there, if they're hiding it, there's something. Okay. Well, what about like if they're like, yeah, I like strippers. Did like, he know it was a strip club? What? And what kind of strip club? What? I don't know. Yeah, there, there I don't are know. levels. There's levels. <laughs> there's levels of strip this clubs. This like, virus has not been yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay, like I feel like there were just like instances where he would be like, of course, like I would want a stripper, like like that I'm like stripper stripper And then and then there was this this is a separate guy that like a friend is seeing, and he all he talks about like wanting to go to the strip club a lot, and that mm-hmm. makes me. If kind you of bring weird. it up yeah, more no. than like That's, once a month, or like for an event, <laughs> it's like vibe. yeah, okay, okay. It's I'm thinking like oh yeah, I'm going to my friend's bachelor party. No, like We're going that's to a different. Club. Like if it's an event, but if it's like a but if they're like bringing it up themselves, I don't know. It really depends, but it's it's case make, if they make it a regular thing and they're like kind of creepy about why they want to be there and like what they're doing there, 
weird. Yeah. Like, okay. super drunk that, on that Friday also, night, maybe. That also makes me think about, like, porn, too. Yeah. It's like, what's the balance of, like, porn in a relationship? Like, what's too much porn? Like, is that something you, like do together or is that like a separate thing or like when do you get like worried that like your partner is watching too much porn and what they're getting from that and yeah like, does that come into your relationship I feel like that there's kind of like similarities there thoughts I feel like I've never really thought about that or experienced it that's good I honestly feel like both of those things are problematic because I totally understand that there are women who feel very empowered by sex work and being in porn or being at a strip club and like everybody should be able to do what they want to do and what makes them Mm -hmm. feel empowered. But I don't think that most of their clientele are going to like help uplift them. I think most of their clientele are going to demean them. So it's like, there's nothing wrong with the strippers or the actors and actresses in porn, but it's like, I think the audience for that stuff a lot of times is like super questionable and there's a lot of like misogyny issues and I would not feel comfortable with my partner doing either of those things. All the time, right. because it's like, to your point, why are they doing this? Exactly. Is this how they view women and sex? And, and it's also, it's like, what are they bringing from that into, like, our sex? Yeah. Life? Yeah, what are, they, what are they bringing from, like, what they're watching and, like, whatever porn that they watch? What are they bringing then into, like, our sex life? Like, are they comparing what we're doing to what they're seeing? Like, whatever mm-hmm. in the strip club, whatever, like, in porn? Because it's like... It's never going to be that. Totally. I'm never going to be doing what a porn star is doing. (laughs) It's literally a performance. (laughs) Literally. And it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Orgasms from us are not going to look like orgasms from a porn star. Straight (laughs) Also, can we talk about how, like, in porn, most of the time it's, like, only the guy that comes? Fair. That is true. Like, that's mm-hmm. just... That is true. I don't know. That's usually the focus. And I feel like fuckboys, back to their self-involvement, it's like, I think all fuckboys are probably very into, like, porn and strip clubs and just, like, yeah. objectifying because all they care about, again, is themselves. And it's like, I think fuckboys view women as just an accessory. And it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter who, which is why they can just, like, cycle through them. Mm. Okay. True. So, how do we not date a fuckboy? I think that, like, <laughs> the first thing is that you need to work on your self-worth. Yes. And be confident with or without a relationship. And you cannot make being in a relationship... I don't even think, like, a priority. Because I think right, that... Right. Yeah, your identity for sure, but it's like, okay, I understand the value of partnership or dating, and if you think that it's fun, like, go for it, but putting your self-worth or your identity, or even like, oh, I have a goal to have a relationship, I really want to get married, like, that's so weird to me, because then you are putting yourself in situations that aren't going to be aligned with you, because you just want to have this title of girlfriend, wife, in a relationship, whatever. It's like you should just allow yourself to date people, let things happen organically, and like not be attached to the outcomes. Because when you try to force things, that's where it's like, oh, he's really nice. (laughs) And like you're overlooking all of the other things just to be in a relationship because you feel like it's the most important thing. It's all about your mindset. Yeah. I feel like going into the relationship, like I noticed a lot for me, like when I was dating with the intention of like, I need a boyfriend. Yeah. I'm my only single friend. I need a boyfriend. Like I don't want to be single anymore. I'm like almost 30. Like this is crazy. I should be like married by now. My friends are getting married. They're having babies. Like, holy shit, I need to, like, start dating. That's when I was meeting all the wrong people. (laughs) Yeah. And and I hate to say this because I feel like it's such a cliche, but, like, truly I met my person when I could not give two fucks. Well, I think that's kind of it. Like, if you're, like, 
I don't want to say, like, desperate, but if you really, like, want someone and you're, like, constantly putting yourself out there, like, you're from, like, what I can off. see, like, you're giving yeah, off you're giving that vibe off that, that, like, you just really want it. And you're willing to make anything work. Like, mm-hmm. that's when you get in those situations yeah. where, like, it's just, like, a fuckboy. Yeah. yeah. And before I was with Brian, I was doing the day. I was, like, on hinge. I, like, met someone. And he was awful. Truly terrible. And after him, I was, like, okay, I just, like, need a break. Deleted, like, the dating apps. And I was so, like, I was on everything I was like going on so many dates like asking all my friends like set me up with someone like who can you set me up with <laughs> and then finally after this guy was like okay holy shit I need a break from this yeah and then I'm not kidding two weeks later Brian and I like reconnected and now we've been together for over two years so it's like it's it's really about your mindset going into it like it happens don't, when you don't want it. Yes, <laughs> truly. I And I truly did not want it. I was like, I need to focus on me, and I was. I was mm-hmm. really taking time to just, like, be with myself, like, get my life into a place that, like, I wanted it to be in and, like, be really comfortable with myself. And, like, another cliche, like, you have to love yourself before someone is going to love yeah, you. And I, totally. I truly think that's so true. Like, get comfortable being alone get comfortable, like, with yourself and, like, know who you are so then you can go and, like, authentically give yourself to someone else instead of just being this person that's, like, I just want to find anyone mm-hmm. to just find someone. I also feel like I have never used dating apps. I feel like I am probably the five to ten percent of people in our age bracket you have never been like i want a relationship like yeah so people just kind of like are gravitate towards you because you already you didn't have to do like that self-work you have that that mindset already yeah but i've never used them either oh it's, I that's a lie. I did use it when I was like sixteen, and yeah. I was the fuck boy and was just playing <laughs> with all these old men. <laughs> and I just leave them on red. I love it. I love it. Well, something I will say. So no, you go. You I don't go. think there's anything wrong though with using the apps, but I think you have to go into it with the mindset. It's kind of like yeah. I've never used them, but I do think that there is something cool about being able to get a little bit of insight about a person before you meet them. That way you can kind of start to discern right away, okay, they are or not going to be a good fit for me. But ultimately, I think that's like the second thing about how not to date a fuck boy. First, you've got to be okay with yourself, know yourself, know your values, know your worth. And I think that it is critical for the person to care about the same things. So it's like, where are... the same values. Yeah. And it's like, even if you don't want a relationship, even if you're just casually dating, like, even if you're fuck buddies, like, I don't care. I feel like you need to care about the same things and have the same values. And it's like, where are you meeting people? Like, you could meet somebody doing political activism or social work that you care about you could meet somebody like going to the gym if you care about going to the gym like there are so many things that it's like this is what i care about honestly yoga it is to meet someone just out of the it is i feel like because yeah like like in college it's easy like you're out you know in college Mm -hmm. easy but these days i feel like guys are getting more shy because they do have the opportunity to meet girls on dating apps on social media that people aren't as like actively like when you're out at a bar out wherever like going up to people and be like hey I'm blah 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 like what's your name like I feel like that doesn't happen as much I feel like I like sometimes think like am I thinking that because I've been in a relationship this whole time and like thinking like oh maybe like maybe people are doing that and I just don't see it because like when I go to bars like it feels like everyone's sitting in their little group yeah. and, like, how it hanging is, out with their group yeah. and, like, doesn't really go. Totally. And, like, but before, it used to just be, like, one big group yeah. when everyone was just talking. Or even just, like, making friends. Yeah. Like, making friends is really hard, especially, yeah. like, when you're older and, like, I just moved to SF, like, 
a little like two less years than ago. two years ago. <laughs> like, it's hard to meet people. Like, totally. I've most of my friends are from work. Like, yeah. that's how I know all of you. Like, I don't think I have really other friends that are outside of work because it's like, where? How do you make friends? How I do you like my people? friends work friends that yeah. I could, like adopt. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. hard. People are less social, and I don't know if that's from like the pandemic and being like locked up in our houses and just like being out of practice. Of, I like, think it's also social and media and yeah. stuff because like it's it's easier so much be... easier to meet people yeah. online that like people have lost a lot of social skills well, or you just don't like, have to leave your house. Need. To and you can, you can be, just be at home. Yeah, you can everywhere. be a certain person. Totally. Maybe that's, like, a little more outgoing. Yes. Okay. I want to go back to this because somebody did ask, like, how to meet people organically. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to talk about that. And it is more challenging. Mm -hmm. So I think that is important to talk about. But did you have anything else about how not to date a fuckboy? Wait, but first, before you do that, I actually wanted to go back to working on yourself because I think... Like, it's, like, that's a lot easier said than done. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people aren't ready to, like, work on themselves and, like, prioritize themselves. Because, I like, I was so much a person that was, like, I always wanted a relationship. Mm -hmm. And, like, I knew that I needed to get to a place where, like, I didn't need it. Like, I didn't have that need. And to just, like be comfortable with myself but like I knew that and I'd be like okay like I'm gonna do that but it would just never really happen until I was actually I feel like ready to actually take that step or find things that were important to me enough to realize or have a situation that was like bad enough for me to realize like that I really need to take a break Mm -hmm. it's it's really hard being as I was a person who was like oh I need to be in a relationship like I went through a really long period where I wasn't in a relationship like most of college I was doing like the hookup thing and I had one like kind of serious relationship and he was giving all the red flags of like fuck boy like things weren't adding up but I was kind of like, you know what, like, it's fine, like, we're in a relationship, he was, like, on the football team, and I was like, oh my god, this is, like, a dream, like, this is like, everything I want, like, love this, oh we, like, we went like to the same high, yeah, we, like, went to the same high school, went to the same college, like, it just, like, we knew each other from, like, our past, from when we were younger, and then, like, we were all this in college, and everything was, like, going great, and then he just, like, continued to, like, give me these red flags, where I was like, okay, I think maybe it's, like, Getting to the point where I need to take a step back and finally things happen where, like, we got in this fight that he kind of, like, made up and then he broke up with me and I was devastated. But then once I took a step back, I was like, you know what? This was probably a good thing. Mm -hmm. Like, the relationship wasn't good. I wasn't feeling good about myself and I was kind of like, okay, this was, like, a blessing in disguise that... I need to take time and, like, not date anyone, focus on me. Like, I was getting ready to graduate college. Like, I needed to, like, think about what I wanted to do in my future, what I was going to do after college. Was so happy that, like, we ended up breaking up. Obviously, it was hard at first. Yeah. Later on, I did find out that the whole time we were dating, he had another girlfriend. I was wondering if this <laughs> oh was Oh, my God. God. And found out that she was, like, eight months pregnant. <laughs> Oh, no wonder. So I was like, yeah. I'm going to go. <laughs> so, that was crazy. Finding that out that this person that I was, like, very involved with had basically, like, a whole nother life. And it kind of just solidified in me that, like, I really trusted my gut and, like, knew that this wasn't the relationship for me and that I knew that I had to, that I needed to take a step back. And ended up being so happy, even though it was so difficult to find out that this person had just completely lied to me for months and months and months and, like, had this whole other life. I was so glad that I had this, like, feeling that I stuck with and I was like, I need to focus on me. Mm -hmm. I need to, like, do my thing. Like, this isn't working. It ended up being, like, a whole, like, such a blessing because... 
he now has like five kids. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, no, thank you. So, Baby. and he's a thank cheater god for that. So, and he's a cheater. Yeah. And I'm oh that so man. much better off without him. A hundred percent. You gotta you gotta trust your gut. You gotta yeah. put you first. Even if you're someone who was like me, like I more than anything wanted to be in a relationship that was working. You don't want to just be in a relationship to be in a relationship. Yeah. You need to be in a relationship because it makes you feel, feel better good. and that mm-hmm. person is making you better. And it adds to your life. Adds Yes, adds to your life. You're making that person better. They're making you better. You're growing together. You're not feeling like that person's holding you back. Yeah. That's such an important thing to like stop and realize. Yeah. When you were saying this, it kind of made me realize, like, when we both were like, I really want a relationship, it was almost like we were trying to fill a void. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when you're saying focus on yourself, it's like, okay, focus on how you can fill that own void yourself. Yeah, because you can nobody fill that can void else, alone. Yeah. And, you, and no one else can actually fill that void. Yeah, like, not void even your friend. The needs to be filled before the yeah, other person other things, comes in. Yes. Love. Amazing. Okay. Okay, and then it depends on where you meet the person. That's so true. Because, like, if you're meeting someone, I don't know, like... It's hard to meet someone. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about, like, how to meet people organically. I know it's, like, difficult. But I think what y'all were saying is, like, friends of friends is good. Because, like, your friends are people that you value and like like to hang out with and be around so like mutual friends that means they're kind of already the same vibe Mm -hmm. you'll kind of get an idea of their background which I think Mm -hmm. is really important because like I met that last guy on hinge and like sometimes you just don't I realized after six months of dating him I was like I really don't know who this person is and it is kind of like with mutual friends you do feel like you kind of know them totally Because also, like, your friends would also be, like, no, you know, like, that he's not that cool. Or, like, they wouldn't be friends with somebody who's... Gonna treat you awful. Yeah. 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 So that's good. I remember reading in a book, he was, like, just talk to everyone. Like, first, like, get the talking muscle out. And I resonated with that because I realized that, like, sometimes when I would see somebody attractive in person, like, I would get so nervous. But, like, if I just was used to, like, talking to everybody, like, it could be more natural for me. And I think that's not, like, I think the dating apps are great. Well, yes, it's, like, even nicer to meet someone, like, in a natural, organic way. It's good practice. Totally. Go on a date and, like, make conversation and, like, see how you, like, click and vibe with someone, which can be kind of tough. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, yes, everyone wants to have that, like, special, amazing, like, moment where you, like, it's love at first sight, like, you met at the grocery store, like, whatever. <laughs> but, like, I think meeting someone online is, like, I think that's great. It means yeah. that you, like, went that, like, you took that, like, really scary step of, like, meeting that person from someone that you were just chatting with online and then, like, you met and, like, things worked out. Like, two of my friends met on tinder like years ago and they just got married like yeah it's amazing yeah yeah i would say like don't feel shameful no. for meeting someone on the apps not. like it's not and it's so common nowadays too yeah and it's also helpful because it does give us access to like way more people because especially as adults since we're not in school like having so many different people around us it is more difficult to meet people so yeah you met Jeff when at a nonprofit. You both were volunteering. Yes. So it's like doing things that are important yeah. to you too. Yeah. And I like that because then you both also shared the same values. Like you knew that and had something to connect on. What about any other friends or like organic meetings? Well, that me and Brian, we went to high school together. Okay. Oh yeah. Wait. Wasn't he like your he brother's is my brother's best friend? <laughs> my mom met my dad because my dad was her brother's friend. Yeah, we've yeah. known each other for like over fifteen years. Had like I feel like little like flirty moments mm-hmm. in high school, but never like actually did anything. And then a couple of years ago, reconnected and. 
Dude, that's another thing. Like, you just never know who you're going to reconnect yeah, with. exactly. Like, people from your past can resurface and we all grow and change. Like, maybe you weren't attracted to them before. Or, like, you all were flirty. But, like, maybe you weren't attracted to them before and, like, things could change. But it's also, like, he was, like, nerdy with glasses. <laughs> and I was, like, two and a half years older. Yeah, and that's never, different in high school. Like, that would have been so weird. You're so funny. <laughs> but then, like, years later, we're, like, adults, and it's, like, a whole different world. He's not, like, nerdy with glasses anymore. He's still nerdy with glasses. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but he wears contacts. <laughs> and the age difference is a little different yeah. now. Like, when you're older, As you got older, I mean, we're only, like, we're less than two years apart. Yeah, it's not so that it's big of like, a deal. As you get older, the age difference. Because the life stages are like different. Like, my parents are 15 years apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, my parents are yeah. 10. Yeah. My parents yeah. are a year apart. I've never dated anybody less than five years older than me ever. Wow. Yeah. Wait, what's your... What's, yeah. what's, what's the oldest Yeah, what, well, what's the difference, the age difference between you and Jeff? 12. <gasps> yeah. Older? He's yeah. younger? Yeah. Uh, I'm older. Or no, I'm younger. No, younger. <laughs> I was like, wait. Oh, we got a cougar on our Okay. Hands. If you were 12 years older, <laughs> that would be probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 never connected with anybody who was I feel like the maturity levels were always off I with people my true. age mm-hmm. yeah. you're very you're mature soul, for yeah. yeah 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 I get that how did you meet your boyfriends we met at a party in college so Aww. wait very, did you you went to different sweet. schools we went to the same college um yeah and his fraternity lived behind my house and so one day, my friends and I, like, went over, like, just to hang out in the middle of the day. We played some boom cup, or whatever it's called. Like, the one I've never heard of that. <laughs> boom cup? Boom. Uh, what's it boom called? Cup? What's it called in California? Rage cage? What? Yeah. Yeah, rage cage. They call it boom cup in the Midwest. That's my life. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we were playing that next to each other, and we just kind of Oh, let's vibe. Do vibe. And how many years later now? Almost five. Oh, Okay, so what are some green flags then? Like, what are some signs where you're like, this is not a fuckboy, this is a healthy, good relationship, and maybe it's a good idea to pursue? Well, I feel like the first thing before we even dive down that rabbit hole is when you are meeting people, whether it's online or in person, I think that... Like, of course, everybody has a different type and people have, like, initial attractions, but you can't just be like, oh, he's cute, so I'm going to date him Mm. and continue to date him. I feel like that was kind of your issue for a while. (laughs) You're like, I just want cuties. He matches my aesthetic. (laughs) I know. I know. And I'm not saying, like, don't date somebody you're not attracted to, but also, like, I don't think that that needs to be the first thing. There's more factors. It's a balance. It's a balance of, like, yes. You have to be attracted to the person yeah. you're with. That's, like, a huge thing. But it's also, like, how are you connecting on, yeah. like, a deeper level? Like, what matters to you? Does that matter to them as well? Like, for me, like, that's – family is a really important thing. Like, I'm super close to my family. Like, the person I'm with also has to be – like, family has to be a really top thing. And, like, that's something that I realized with, like – my partner now like he's really close with his family and that's something that I value and so when I saw that I was like okay that's a green flag for me right there like you're close with your family you respect your parents like that's really important to me and I mean obviously there's so many other things and just like communication respect Mm -hmm. like how how does this person act when you're like out or like when they come and meet your friends like are they just, like, sitting there, like, on their phone, mm-hmm. like, not engaged? Like, yeah. do they want to be engaging with your friends and becoming a part of your life, too? Like, I think that's a really big green flag. Like, someone that 
a person that goes out of their way to start intertwining like your lives together that's true because like if they care about you and like see something with you they're going to make the effort because they would want to they would want your people in your life to like them or like at least get to know them yeah that's true that's a good point I feel like it's also their behavior like are they going out of their way to make you feel cared for like secure secure. that's a good one And that can be in everyday stuff or it can be like, okay, when you're sick and you have to cancel plans because you're sick, how do they react? Are they like, Mm -hmm. oh, bummer, yeah, we can reschedule for next week. Or they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, let me know if I can bring you anything. I think just like being cared for and cared about is a big green flag. Yeah. And everybody's different and like everybody has different love languages and some people really like I'm somebody who I would rather listen to somebody talk about themselves and their interests than me talk about myself and my interests but it's like what are your conversations is it always about them their interests whatever or can you talk about broader things Mm -hmm. outside of that too yeah so are there any other characteristics of how not to date a fuckboy or any other steps. I feel like top three are like caring, you share the same values, and then just like the type of person that they are. If somebody, whether it's a friend or especially somebody that I'm dating, like is an asshole to a waiter at a restaurant, I'm like, goodbye. Have you ever experienced that? Because I feel like I hear that all the time, but I've never actually experienced someone being mean to a waiter. I mean, it could be anything though. Like anybody else besides you. Yeah, just, like, how yeah. do they interact with the world around them? Like, what yeah. kind of person how, are they? Where yeah, are they like as customer a person? Yeah. person mm-hmm. like, People when you're there. today get very caught up in their own yes. world and are very unaware of the way they move through this world. Yeah. And so I really respect someone who is aware of the way they come off to people, mm-hmm. the way they carry themselves. Like, I think that's such an important thing, and... Someone who is just so, like, whether it's, like, blissfully unaware Mm -hmm. or just, like, I don't know. We've, I don't know if it's because we've spent those years, like, from COVID and people lost, like, kind of figuring out how to be social. I think a lot of people were lacking that beforehand. And they just, like, don't care anymore. Yeah, it's just like, like if you're caring about like, the way you're yeah. bringing yourself into the world and presenting yourself, I think is really important. Yeah. Like, if you go to a show with somebody, and they're one of those assholes who's like, I'm going to shove from the back of the crowd to the front of this fucking crowd. Yeah. How someone handles themselves at a show. Do get a live check. How you get along at a festival. Yeah. Yes. Can you survive a three-day festival together? That's, That's a, a good, good one. Test. A festival, too, because, like, people are on drugs. Like, it's there's crowded. a lot of tension. It's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Festivals. Hot. That's a great Ready, test. Hungry. That's a great Festivals test. and traveling. Traveling. Yeah. traveling That's a big one. Is a huge test of yeah. this, your relationship. Just any sort of, like, stressor in yeah. the day. Like, how they handle that. My therapist was talking about that. He's like, how they handle when you're having a bad week, yeah. when you're having a bad day, Did very much to what you were saying. Yeah, like, are they like, how can I be there for yeah. you? Like, what do you need? Versus, yeah, like, was very much like, like, when I was sad, he would be like, can we talk about something happy? Yeah, <laughs> like, that yeah, that honestly oh really sucked. Yeah. You need so someone to have those tough, like... Life is not easy. No, it's no. not. And you want a partner that is going to be there for you, for you during really challenging times. And, like, that's something I'm going through right now. Like, my dad has health issues. And, like, I'm going through a lot right now. And I'm really seeing a lot in my partner of, like, how he handles, like, my really bad days. Like, yeah. times when, like, my dad is not doing well. And, like, I'm venting to him. And, it, like... That's real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like experiencing those moments of like me being like, I don't have anything good to say right now. Like I'm in a really shitty mood. Like this is happening with my dad. Like mm-hmm. this is going on. Like I need you to just like be here for me. That's a huge, like so bad. Going through a really challenging moment in your life with your partner mm-hmm. is such, such a big test to like your yeah. relationship and 
I feel like if my partner wasn't giving me what I needed during this time, that would kind of give me, like, a reason to pause and be like, totally. Oh, like, are you the person for me? Like, this is, like, one of the hardest times of my life. Yeah. And he's giving me, like, everything that I need. So it's, like, those moments are, like, a huge test, too. For sure, because life is, there's always going to be challenging moments. Like, it's really a roller coaster. And so, like, if they can't be there for you in the way that you need, and it's also, like, you have to know what you need and still be there, you know, in times when other people can't be there for you. But, like, that's besides the point. But, like, yeah, if they can't give you what you need, like, how are you going to go through life in a happy and healthy way for both parties? For sure. That's good. Is there anything else y'all would like to add before we close? I think just in the end of the day, like, Put yourself first. And, like, you are the most important person to you. And when you can take the time to, like, sit with yourself and be comfortable with you, you will then be able to take all the amazing things about you to then give to someone else. Love. Like, you can't, you really can't pour from an empty cup. Exactly. You have to love yourself for someone to love you. So true. I feel like I'm finally starting to, I was telling my therapist today, I'm like finally understanding what that actually means. Yeah. And like, whatever happens, like I know at the end of the day that I got me Mm -hmm. and that's when you can really come to a relationship and be really secure and not desperate and kind of just like settle for anything. Know your worth. Yes. (laughs) Fair. Amen. That's it, baby. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you in the next episode. Love you all so much. Leave a rate and review if you haven't already. And I'm talking about sex next time. Woo! <laughs> They'll be back. They'll be back. Yay! Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Feelings State of Mind. Any and all feedback is welcome. Feel free to email me at feelings.stateofmind at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at feelings.stateofmind. While you're at it, follow the pod on Instagram. If you enjoyed the episode, share this episode on your socials or with someone who you think would benefit from listening to that episode. If you'd like to donate to support the pod, you can click on the link at the bottom of the show description. If you're loving Feeling State of Mind podcast, please rate, review, and click the follow button wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for all your support, lovers, and remember, it's cool to feel.